And how is everybody doing today? It is a glorious Wednesday. It's glorious, a glorious day on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know why I all of a sudden became Irish, but today we're going to talk about Joe Rogan discussing public health with one of his guests, which I found the, the segment very, very interesting. And it's conversations that we're going to need to start having very, very seriously. I, you know, I, I really tr do try. I saw multiple videos today that kind of just made me go like, like laughter slash like shaking my head, like, holy shit, we're doomed type thing. Um, I did first want to say you can check out the links. We still have some uh, spots available for we have a few people that graduated out from coaching. So we have a few slots available for a three months block of coaching for you guys. You can get a 33 uh, percent off of a consultation to see if you even need coaching or see if we can help you in some other way. Or if you just want to enjoy the app, those sorts of things. I'm going to turn that up just a little bit. There we go. Um, hello to everybody. Uh, Pete, Evan Nuru, Slatsukin, Hannah, Eloise, Cactus Patch, uh, Sav Matner. I, I clicked like on a video where you mentioned me earlier. Thank you very much. Uh, Janet, Amelia, Cookies, the Swedish Finn, Jessica, what's going on? Catherine Harrison, Lily Hennessy, Erica, Stefan. I hope I got that right. Elizabeth, Sabrina, Nikki, Michelle, and CJ. That's it. I'm not saying hi to anybody else unless I, well, I probably, I lie. Oh, there's Julian. How you doing? <laughs> M, Brian, Mel, least interesting woman in the world. Hello, Fox Fox. Okay, now I gotta stop. It's like fucking. Oh, well, you got a notification set up, you get mentioned too. Lady Hawk, how you been doing? Okay, enough. You guys are fucking making liars out of me. Anna L, that Lindsay with an A. See what I'm saying? Fucking stop it. Anyway, today we're gonna be going over Joe Rogan's recent take on public health. Uh, you know, right now, I just, I, I, I and Heather. I can see you. Just say no. Heather, got that worked out. Um, Stephen, not mad. Uh, Stephen, okay, not mad. It happens all the time. Gotcha. Thank you. So public health is an important topic. And for those of you that don't know, that's one of the reasons why I stopped making the comedy videos and everything like that, because our, our level of public health is very, very seriously bad. Like uh, us as a country, it's... It, we're, we're very, it's fucking laughably sad. We're super morbidly obese. We can't really have conversations, like serious conversations about public health because we ignore so many factors of it. Like I did see that, I did see that Mr. Al Gore, by the way, and this one, I'm going to get to this first and then I'll get to my other thing. But I did see Mr. Al Gore, like took his private jet all the way to Davos to talk about climate change. Um, fat as fuck. Uh, you can't have a serious conversation about climate change without having a conversation with, about, you know, individual consumption. You know, like you absolutely can't like to say everybody needs to do everybody needs to buy an electric car because of this. You better before you start telling me what I got to do, you better make sure that everybody else is doing everything they can do also. So a very serious conversation about carbon emissions. We don't even need to call it climate change. But if for some reason you want to lower carbon emissions. You have to include the topic of getting people to lower their consumption, lower their fatness. I mean, if and if you don't, you're not you're not a, it's not a serious conversation. Like it's just not. This this conversation today is likely going to get a little political. Not that I mean to be, and I I want just for the for the billionth time for the people that are here all the time, you know this. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I voted Republican this last time because I'm never going to vote. Like these last two elections, I'm not going to vote for people that campaign on taking my rights away. Uh, I think that both parties are very not for us. We need to look out for each other. 
That's one of the reasons why when I say, if you don't want to be a slave, you should unfatten yourself because when you're, when you are more, when you're morbidly obese, when you're sickly, because that's what it is. It's sickly. You're probably on some sort of meds, even if it is just your, you know, bad thought blockers, as many, as many members of TikTok are on it, even if it's your bad thought blockers, like your antidepressants or your anti-anxiety medications. I got a newsflash. You're likely addicted to those. Like Adderall, the Adderall shortage was very scary recently because people are addicted to that shit. Straight up, you're addicted to it. Just cutting it off is very bad. So they own you. Like if you are somebody that needs a constant, you know, daily, weekly prescription to stay alive, they own you. You are owned. You are allowing people to own you. Because they can make you pay whatever you whatever that they can get get out of you for that drug to keep you alive, and frankly, they could just shut up. They could control you by controlling it. You know, like so. This is going to get a little political because Joe Rogan talks about political stuff. What I'm going to point out is how sad it is that you know, as as another brief history, I had one point in time when I first started this out, I had Every Damn Day Fitness, and I wanted to talk about other stuff besides fitness. So I started a channel called Every Damn Day Life. And for those, many people do not remember that at all. Uh, it was topics about everything from don't call yourself a stepfather, just be a father, uh, to uh, atheism. And then uh, my last video on that channel involved a little theory that I had that all politicians, in fact, lie. And that they should, if in front of a podium, have their hand you know, hooked up to a lie detector and have a taser at crotch level that would go off should they lie. So a lie detector crotch taser for politicians. I didn't find a big problem with it. I thought it was kind of funny. They deleted the channel the next day. It was just gone. They deleted it. Deleted. Totally gone. Um, let's see. Here's a good one. What's your take on vitamin and mineral supplements taken every day? They should be seen like vitamin and minerals. They should be seen as uh, prophylactic. Okay. You should very much try to get the as much of that as you can from your nutrition. However, food is so nutritionally sparse, and they've done so much through uh, different harvesting and everything like that, uh, that they, in fact, like it's a good like prophylactic measure to make sure you're getting plenty of the uh, vitamins and minerals that you need. Is you know, but it should not be something that you need to sustain yourself with. Like your multivitamin is likely not going to be save, the thing that saves your life. It's going to be the thing that maybe helps increase the quality of your life, you know? Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's my thoughts on it is people should take them as a prophylactic measure and to help them control hunger, that sort of thing too, because sometimes people can be micronutrientally deficient and crave something to try to make it up. Uh, vitamins and minerals are not regulated much, and uh, you you don't really know what you're getting. That's why I always go to third party test to people. I get mine from Mark. So I remember when uh, that channel. I remember that channel and that video. I wondered where it went. Yeah, they deleted it the very next day. Um, hey, Alan, can we send links? I want to send you an article. You can send it to me on uh, the MFing COO on Twitter. Follow me there and send it to me. You, then you, I'll I'll try to get it. Vitamins are a ritual for me, especially uh, need my vitamin D supplements. One of the things about vitamin D is people should be taking it in all the time, even if you live in Florida. Like I take in five to 10,000, I use vitamin D, vitamin D a day. So I'm seeing a lot of guys take up to six to seven supplements a day, which seems like a lot. Which supplement do I take? I take no morbidity, ember on most days. I also take berberine and uh, the other ingredients that will turn up being product too. I take a multivitamin. 
uh, and my vitamin D, which is really not like uh, more prophylactic than anything like that. I, and I take creatine fairly often. That's about it. Um, and again, they should all be seen as tools, like uh, tools to, in fact, help you gain better lifestyle choices and consistency of your lifestyle. And then to, prop, then again, to be prophylactic in nature to try to help avoid illness. Because avoiding illness is way better than treating illness. That's the problem. Like where the healthcare industry wants to treat you. They, they're okay with you getting sick. They just want to treat you afterwards. They don't even want early treatment in these last couple of years. They want you to get sick sick so then they can treat you. But being on the six to seven supplements a day, it depends on what those six to seven supplements do. You know, it depends on what they're aimed for. If you're trying to get a supplement in to, to gain mass, is it a healthy, is it healthy? And even if not, are you aware that it's not healthy? Because if you want to do something unhealthy, as long as you're aware and don't try to play it off as healthy, I don't give a fuck. Your body, you, as long as you take responsibility for it, go ahead. Considering that obesity is the result of choosing instant gratification, do you, uh, do you think internet? I don't even know what that means. Been watching the channel since your first, uh, first Athletics video. Thank you very much. You live in Canada, vitamin D is absolutely a must. You're vitamin D deficient almost 100% of the time. Uh, live in the Arctic, yeah, you should get vitamin D. Um, anyway, all right, we seem to have uh, gotten all, uh, gotten those out of the way. Uh, whoop. And considering that obesity is the end result of instant gratification, do you think the, the access to high-speed internet uh, causes destruction of impulse control? Um, I don't know, because to me, the internet can be used to really gain a lot of knowledge. I mean, I read a study a day. I read most of them on my phone. Uh, it just depends on the person. I do believe that to a great degree, eating ultra processed foods has been shown to also have a hard time with impulse control, make it harder in your state of inflammation and uh, stuff like that. I don't think the internet is helping. Uh, the internet's definitely not helping people by giving them affirmation that they can't in fact glutton themselves. It's definitely hurting people that way. So here we go. We're actually going to go over the uh, video that Joe Rogan goes over. I'm probably going to let it play through. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But you know me. But this is Joe Rogan and his guest, starting from the very beginning. Oh, wait. I got to pull that up. That's why. All right. There we go. Scientists that said this. It's basically, if you look along the band of the equator, those are at, at this time, and this is an older, older publication, I believe, those are the least developed societies in the world. As you get further away from the equator, you know, up into the Arctic, well, not the Arctic, but like up into Scandinavia and so on and so forth, you get more and more advanced civilizations. Mm. Because when there's a hard winter coming or it's just harder to survive, even though there's abundant resources, you need to adapt and overcome and develop in order to prepare for that winter, in order to prepare for a, a famine time period versus when it's all just available to you at any time. The reason why right. that doesn't make any sense is Egypt. Yeah, that, that I was actually going to say Egypt, Joe. Sure. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense because yeah. that's the absolutely most sophisticated culture but pre what we understand. There's also the Mayans. There's also many other, like, that's the thing. Like, if you look around the equator, there's all sorts of other uh, ancient history where it shows high levels of tech, uh, high, high levels of at least art, uh, architectural knowledge and things like that. So, I mean, the guy, I, I'm not knocking the guy. This isn't even the part I wanted to watch. Tell you, but the you should walk over. Yeah, true. Know, but I mean, not on the equator. It no, is quite far from the equator. It is far from the equator, yeah. but it's also like very 
very lush. Very. Yeah. Like the, the yep. Nile Valley, they think, you know, 9,000 plus years ago was like extremely lush. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why they were able to reach this high level of sophistication. Because sure. they had access to resources. Which aligns with the idea that the Amazon had the same thing. So, yeah. And I agree with you, by the way. I think that if you have an abundance of food and resources, you have a better ability to create yeah that's what that's, that that's what that makes perfect. more sense to me but i don't think they're mutually exclusive i think Correct. both things could exist i i, I agree with that great like you could have it too easy or you could have it to, to the point where there's plenty of food to hunt and gather and you you see no need to move out of the hunter gatherer stage sure but then you could also see like super sophisticated societies that lived in that area yeah like they think the amazon was right Right, that they would they would innovate totally. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it makes also sense. you have a large population. Even if it's a small percentage of people innovating, it's gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna impact the the great number of people. If you have enough people, there's yeah. gonna be people that are creating. Right, yeah. there's no way there aren't. Yeah, and then yeah. people came through there with their coughed <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> on everybody and fucking killed them all. And that's that. Yeah, it's really wild, man. It's really wild if you think if that Here is true. That how horrific that is that they just basically reset everybody back to the Stone Age. And if you think about, has that happened before? Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's the thing, has it happened before? I, I I like this line of thought, but we're about to get to what I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. Will it happen again? Yeah. You know, I I remember distinctly thinking. Well, at first, I think I told you, might have told you the story when COVID hit. I was in Indonesia, and I was like, "This is stupid. It's like bird flu. It'll all be over in ten days." And boy, was I wrong. Well, it should have been though. Like it absolutely should have been. 100%. Dr. E Dr. Leanne Wen, who like literally was campaigning for people that didn't get the jibby jab to lose like their rights in society, is now even admitting that the numbers are massively inflated, that at most it's 30% of what we thought of. You know, like it's it's just, it's all been a farce, like 100% been a farce, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember shortly after that distinctly thinking like this might be the beginning of the collapse. Right? Oh, it it's, that's, well... Forrest, whatever your name is, you're stupid. I mean, the only way I thought that it would possibly be the collapse is this society collapsing because 2020 was literally a, a huge societal, like, fucking hissy fit where common sense, logic, all like that, like common sense and logic were the first victims of the pandemic. Everybody realizes that, right? Like common sense, logic, the ability to have discussion, uh, introduce, you know, logical progression, you know. Uh, th that was that was what scared me way more than the cold that was already had a high. You needed to look for in January or mid-January, you could have looked for two minutes and realized that they had already realized that the high-risk population was elderly people and fat people, that it was almost of no consequence to younger people. They had already stated this from information in China. Italy did the same. Italy showed that younger people were good. Like, you had to be like, not doing your own, like you had to be only a, uh, a mainstream media lemming to get caught up in there. Hang on a second. My apologies, people. I thought I heard somebody at the door. So, but you had to be like really caught up in that because. It was a cold, like like the New York numbers, like numbers coming out of New York City. Remember when they were like saying how incredibly horrible it was? I was literally sharing the numbers from that came from New York City almost every day. You can check my my uh, my Twitter. I check, just scroll back a couple of years on my Twitter and just look. Right. 
I was giving daily data showing that like even in New York when it started, healthy people were not were not dying at all. Like healthy children were like did not happen. And we were reforming all of society, you know? Crazy. Right. Like this could be where human population collapses. Like this is the plague mm. that the planet has been waiting for. This is our this generation of smallpox. But it it obviously science and medicine overcame that at too fast of a rate. And it really wasn't that lethal. But well, I mean, it wasn't lethal that lethal. Wasn't it was the fact that it wasn't lethal. Right. Even if right, science right. and medicine didn't do anything, it wasn't gonna kill everybody true, off. True. But in fact, I would I'm I would argue and I could debate this topic with sensible data using their data, the CDC data and, and known information, that the freak out was way more damaging. What we did in response, way, 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 way more damaging. And in the course of the next like five or ten years, we'll see just how much of a misstep this was, you know. As people try to rewrite their own histories and as people try to walk all everything they said back, they will get to the point where, you know, they'll, they'll be like, I was never for lockdowns. Meanwhile, like you'll probably be able to look up on their history and see people like, you know, turning in their neighbors and stuff like that. This was all just a massive, massive, like, to be real, life-saving new therapies don't, you don't need to be coerced. They don't, they, you don't, you don't need to have the threat of losing your job. If it's life-saving, people are going to want to take it. If it's safe and effective, people want to take it. And especially if it is, if the thing it's supposed to protect you from is actually super deadly and there are just people falling out on the street, you're not going to have to sell this to nobody. You're not going to have to have a marketing thing like go get jabbed. People are going to be lining up because they're terrified because they see what's going on. The fact that we even thought in any way that we had to market this shows that we knew that they knew and everybody knew that was marketing it, that it wasn't that deadly to begin with, you know, like it's on the CDC website that only 5% of people that are, that have passed away, passed away of just the vid. Everybody else had an average of four comorbidities and their average age was like fucking 78. If you just take people under the age of 65 and 5% of that, it's of the actual like working population. It's very, very super, super small numbers. And their numbers were even better in 2020 when we didn't have a jibby jab. What we've done, literally what we've done has made it much, much, much worse. Much, 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 much worse. Much worse. But I remember thinking, because there's a lot of hysteria around yes. it. You know, I remember thinking maybe this is it, but. Well, you were hysterical then. I yeah, guess my too. point being, do you think that that's going to happen again? It's Of course they're going to do it again. Certainly could. Yeah. I mean, it has before. It probably will again. I mean, I was scared of it, too. In March of 2020, I yeah. thought, oh, my, oh my really? God, it's going Joe, down. Joe. Right. When they were shutting the country down. Totally. Like, Jesus Christ, we're living in a movie. Everything, yeah. right? You couldn't go into yeah. a home. Well, that's another thing, too. Again, the hysteria was way, way, way. To me, that was way more of a scary thing. People getting very, very upset, very freaked out. You know what I mean? Like. Like very, very, that, that was, the, that was the more telling scary thing to me. That was, to me, that was way, a way bigger danger than the cold virus, you know? Hospital, huh. you couldn't like visit a grocery, like everything. It felt like the whole world was collapsing. The problem is there was an irresponsible level of fear that was promoted Agreed. by the media because the media has an interest in getting you to pay attention to what they're saying 
Exactly. Exactly. They, uh, the absolute, that, that there was more press coverage about this than anything else. Remember that anytime anybody died at all, they would announce if they were unvaccinated. Like, well, in massive fiery car crash, this unvaccinated person. Remember how, like, they, like you know, young, healthy kid dies of COVID. They pan to the picture of the kid, and the kid's like 450 fucking pounds. You know, they wanted to, it was all propaganda. Like, if they got to try to scare you, it's not that fucking scary, bitches. You know, that they should be able to, been able to give you the numbers, giving you the data, and have you be like, oh, shit, I need to get the fuck inside and not deal with people. But instead, they did not. And then, then like, if, there's so many, I've, and I've talked about it at nauseum, there's so many public health matters that we did that were just stupid, that went against, like, they couldn't possibly have taken it serious, seriously. Like, I try to look at, at things that are happening in a big scope. And then I play like the very second that they're telling me it's super deadly, but then we're going to send college kids home. That doesn't make sense. The very second that, that we, that, you know, somebody acknowledges like, Oh, well, you should never wear a facial decoration for this because it's stupid and it could cause more damage. Then when that's said, and all of a sudden that person flips and can't produce the image like six feet, like where'd that come from? It's an arbitrary number. When I looked at it, I was just like, this is all stupid, but keep listening here. And that right. irresponsible level of fear, the pro the irresponsible level of fear, public health's job, just so everybody understands, is to inform the public and try to keep the public calm. Because as uh, people don't understand this, anxiety is actually a comorbidity. Like, like being highly stressed is unhealthy as fuck for you. Like in our coaching, which, by the way, you can still get at, at these links. In our coaching, we try to talk about stress relief. We try to talk about uh, making sure you have good stress habits, like stress relief habits, because it is an actual comorbidity. And instead of them trying to, you know, get people to calm down, stay calm, eat right, get exercise, try to keep their stress levels down, try to get good hydration, get out in the sun to get some vitamin D, they did the exact opposite to that, which is why I call bullshit. You know, like uh, I call absolute bullshit on what they did. Problem with that is like, even if they know what they're doing, they know that it's propaganda. People get sucked in. Right. It broke people. I mean, there, there are still people that are just massively broken right now, like massively just shattered. It's like incomplete, this fucking complete surreal world that you need, you're going to hide from a fucking virus. Like you're somehow going to hide from it. It's just so fucking ridiculous. And then they get scared forever. Ever. And if you don't ever give them good data and you're always exaggerating the threat and exaggerating the death number and exa Dr. Lena Wen, who is a horrible person, who is like the biggest proponent of, you know, shut everything down, shame mm -hmm. the, the unvaccinated, yep. cast them out of society. Mm -hmm. all that. Now she's saying that they they. What is like her? She had a recent article where she said they overestimated the amount of people that actually died from COVID. And I think she said the real number is about 30% of what they're, they're claiming. Oh, you're which, by the way, means if it's if it's even by her numbers, although the CDC data, which we can look at it again in a second, I had it up here just the other day, the CDC data actually says that it's 5%. But even if you go by her numbers, 30%, that literally means that. Under the number, like under 300,000, like a right low, just a little over 300,000 people in three years, obesity kills more. So 
if she's correct, obesity kills more a year, yet alone all the lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses and the damage we've done. That's the point. That's that's the absolute point. You're kidding. Oh, wow. Because when you die of COVID, if you also have cancer, if you're dying of something else, but you test positive for COVID, they call it a COVID they death. They call it yep. a COVID death. Yes. I remember reading that. By the way, if we would have recorded the flu deaths, like I challenge them to do that for obesity. I challenge them to do it for obesity. We acknowledge that obesity is a disease. We acknowledge that it's a comorbidity. How about we have it be, we count it just like we count uh, COVID numbers. It would be like fucking 2 million people a year die from fucking obesity. Seriously, like 0.75% of, 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 uh, of the population would die every year of obesity. If we counted obesity deaths the same way we counted COVID deaths, it would be in the millions. In America, just in America, it would be in the millions. That's fucking insanity. Think about that for a second. Okay? We know, we acknowledge that obesity is in fact a disease that is bad for you. And if we counted every death, the people that have obesity, like we counted them for COVID, of having COVID, or being, testing positive for COVID, it would be 2 million plus a year people dying of obesity. Just fucking reference. Yeah. Even accidents and even people that like, because there was a financial incentive. Yeah. This is this 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 is insane, and this is 100% true. And I said something about this in 2020 that hospitals got paid more for COVID treatment and stuff like that. This is 100% true, and we knew we've known this for fucking three years, by the way, two and a half years. Yeah, it was just part of the problem. Dr. Lena went slammed after admitting there's been an overcounting of COVID deaths two and a half years late. When claimed the actual COVID-19 death could be only 30% of what's currently reported. There's also been, I mean, I don't know how the system exactly works, but there, there's been doctors that explained what incentive there is to put someone on a ventilator, what incentive mm -hmm. there is to prescribe remdesivir. Yep. Because it all, it's yes. all financial. It's all money. This was all a money grab. They terrified the fuck out of you people not you people in my chat, but most most people out there, they terrified the fuck out of you because they knew that you know you're sickly. Even though we're trying to promote like, hey, you can be perfectly fine and just have a big look like, even if you're of a healthy weight, you can look like Homer Simpson, dad bod, rock it on, you know, biggest, beautiful, blah, 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 all that bullshit. But they know deep down in the human psyche, you know that when you're fucking fat as fuck, that you're unhealthy. You know that when, you, when your normal daily nutrition consists of beer and chips and French fries, that you're not going to have the best fucking, uh, you're not going to have the, the, the best musculature to you, that you're weak, that you are in fact fucking sickly and weak. And then they're going to say, hey, this kills sickly and weak people. And almost the entirety of America related. Almost the entirety of America thought to themselves, well, I eat like shit. Because they were saying we got to look out for immunocompromised people. We know who that means. The problem is we lied to them and didn't include them by saying, you mean fat people, because we know what immunocompromised people meant back in 2020. We, we understand this. They didn't do shit about it. They wanted you to stay fat. In fact, they got you fucking fatter so then they can give, you know, weight loss drugs and surgeries to your teenagers. You dumb fucks. Financial decisions, exactly. right? Yeah. Because of the emergency use authorization, yeah. because of the pandemic, there's all these 
And when, when you have money involved, things get fucking squirrely. Oh, yes, they get they do. real weird. And, Always. and then I didn't realize, like, I'm so ignorant. I didn't know that most hospitals or a large number of hospitals are privately owned. Mm. Yeah. Most. Most hospitals are privately owned. Most, uh, all, all of the healthcare industry is a massively for-profit industry. Massively for-profit. Even, and I will make this argument, even your state home has profit driven to it. Like say you go and say you're in Allegheny County, PA, and you are in one of the one of the nursing homes that's in Allegheny County, that's run by Allegheny County, that's actually run by the state and Allegheny County, PA. Your taxes go to pay go to go to pay these people. Like you go go to pay for everything. So I understand you're thinking, well, they don't generate profit. However, they may not generate profit for you, the people, because your tax dollars run that. But they have outside services that they pay that are for profit. I know this because the companies I work for, that's what we did. We offered a service to run your nutrition department for you and your dietitians and the whole nine yards and your entirety of your kitchens and the kitchen management, the procurement, everything like that. We would purchase everything. We would make everything. We would pay all the labor. We would do all the things. And then you paid us a price that we would make a profit off of. So for every state home, federal hospital, all these things, they all are revenue generating streams for companies that help feed them and go with them. They feed profit. They absolutely feed the profit of the companies that supply them, that help run them and those sorts of things. Healthcare is a massive for-profit industry. When I tell you folks that we have 2.7 to $3 trillion a year tied up in fucking avoidable lifestyle driven chronic illness treatment, that's the burden to the people. That's the revenue for the companies doing it to be then profited off of 100% of the time. They're yeah. businesses. Yeah. I yes, was like, what? Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. I thought, like, where's this money coming from? Something yeah. that, like, the government funds so that right. we all. Yes. The, the government takes your money and gives it to large corporations who pretend to try to actually help you when they just treat the sickness that other large corporations help you develop and that other large corporations besides those told you it was perfectly okay to develop, right? Like the media tells you that you can fucking, uh, the media tells you that you can be fat as fuck. The food companies sell you the food that make you fat as fuck, that you love gorging yourself on. Then the healthcare industry makes profit from those two companies profit to then fleece you, the people of more of your fucking money. So you've paid money to watch these people sell you, sell you on, you know, entertain you and sell you different drugs and treatments and like that, different foods, you eat the foods, and then the foods make you sick. And the media, the people that advertise, that take the advertising dollars for both the healthcare and the pharmaceutical industry and the food industry, that those people tell you it's perfectly good to be fat as fuck. You're fine, don't worry about it, try this medication. So when the media is openly like lofting people up and saying you can be fat as fuck and anybody that says you being fat as fuck is bad for you, understand that they have a monetized incentive to, you know, help you understand that you need to accept that you can just be fat and they'll treat you. And here's the fucking drug to treat you that you can eat this. And while you'll be fat, it's OK. And anybody who says you're not OK is just an evil meanie head. Like it's money, all of it. There's not, you know, you know who these companies make money off of the least fit people, people that don't need to access the healthcare system. 
It's it's like people that fucking stay healthy that like go on prevention. They hate you motherfuckers. And that's why all of a sudden you're seeing how fitness is white supremacist and look out if you uh, jog too much in cold weather, you'll have a heart attack. It's not the fucking 300 pound motherfucker we should worry about. Hell no. Don't go walking like for real. Like what? Like I, I, I really like Joe and Joe, by the way, Joe, I'd love to be on your show. I think I would, you know, I think I would add a, some fun funness to it. But anyway, I'd love to be on and get a hold of me. Um, have your agent reach out to my agent. That's me. Um, but uh, to not know this, like, I mean, th th this is so clear about like how it's all for profit. It's all money fleeced from us, you know? Well, take care of each other. Not nope. here, not nope. in this nope. country. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then I... you have the fact that pharmaceutical. And by the way, anybody that's talking about healthcare for all, especially you lefties, talk about nonprofit healthcare first. If you take the profit away from the healthcare, then we can see what it's up. What's up? Because as long as we have people profiting off this, it's unfair. Like they're setting the rates. Like if you want it to be healthcare for all, it needs to be one payer. It needs to be one price, and it needs to be nonprofit. Right? I mean, let's 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 get there first, and then we also need to encourage people not to access it. We also need to encourage people to try to be as healthy as possible. No money there either. So we're taking the profit engine away from pharmaceuticals and from healthcare. We're also going to encourage people to grow their own food, eat local. Um, because it's less, you know, it's not as bad for the environment. But then we're also going to encourage people not to eat nearly as much because we don't want them to be fat as fuck. So they're not actually accessing the healthcare system, which is now not for, you know, for nonprofit. Like, to be real, I can cure a lot of fucking disease and a lot of fucking illness and save a shit ton of fucking money for the people with very few basic steps. Very few basic steps. Try to cook, cook food on your own lawn as much as human, humanly possible. There should not be a lawn, a yard in America without a flourishing perennial garden of seasonal items for that area, not one. We should all grow a little bit of our own food. Try to fucking go to local ranchers for your meat. Try to take good care of yourself. Try to eat very minimal processed food, taken away from the food companies, you know? Try to fucking do whatever you can to get proper sleep, hydration. That shit's free and keeps you out of the fucking hospital to a great degree. Proper hydration keeps, it, it, it helps, like we have, we're a fucking full ass grown country. We have people that get, you know, put into the fucking hospital for dehydration. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, it's stupid. But you do all these things, take the profit out of out of healthcare. We can fucking save trillions of dollars a year, millions of fucking lives, be a lot fucking healthier, a lot fucking more safe. You know, because having a fat as fuck population that is dependent upon pharmaceuticals that they get from other fucking countries that we import to a great degree. Like if they would fucking just uh, if they would just stop the flow of fucking uh, diabetes medications to uh, diabetes and heart medication from other countries to America, fucking hundred million people in very serious physical fucking jeopardy in a month, a hundred million fucking people could be in very serious physical jeopardy in a month. If all of a sudden the foreign powers around the world shut off our supply of heart medications, diabetes medications alone for real. Like a humongous number of people is in very serious, very fucking serious physical jeopardy. Like that. Fuck me. They can stop sending, if they just stop sending antidepressants to us, the fucking, the literally mass hysteria insanity that would break out from people just all of a sudden dropping off their mood medications that they've used to fucking deal with all of society for the last fucking, you know, most of their fucking adult life. If that all of a sudden just disappears and people have no coping skills and nothing like that, you don't think that it's going to be very fucking dangerous for our country? 
wake the fuck up, people. I mean, it's amazing. Like, I get, like, argue against this. Like, if anybody, anybody out there in the the comments section or anybody watching, any of you fucks that, like, that want to question any of this shit, tell me how 100 million people not all of a sudden getting their, you know, their fucking diabetes medication or their heart medication. Tell me how the America, tell me how America does two months into no diabetes medications, no cardiovascular medications. Tell me how well we do as a country two months into that. Think about that. That is your guys' little homework assignment. When I when you're a client of mine, you can even ask any of the clients that are in the chat. I do like give homework every uh, every chance I get, every week. So please do check out our coaching, by the way, and, or, or you can get a consultation. Um, we're going to finish up talking with this here real quick. Google companies are responsible for 75% of the ads on television. Yeah. Like we have, we have pharma advertisement on television. Why? Why? You should like, it shouldn't like your doctor should tell you if you need this shit. And then your doctor should be explaining to you exactly why and all the possible negative ramifications. They should be able to tell you what you can do instead of the medication. But instead, 75% of all the ad revenue on TV in America is from the pharmacy industry. For real. Like, you, I think people think that I was fucking around about this shit. It's all money. It's all money. Really? Yeah. 75%? 75% Holy crap. of the ads on television. We're one of two countries on earth that allows pharmaceutical companies to advertise. I had no idea. The other one is New Zealand, and they're far more restrictive than we are. Hmm. Yep. And yeah, so you have like so much so financial much incentive. And then mm-hmm. every... And, we lost people in terms of like losing their mind and oh my god yeah there are so many just abs out and out crazy people like totally unhinged whacked out fucking viscerally upset people like non-fucking stop it's insane to me like how fucking crazy these people are like abs out and out just fucking completely bonkers like i don't even know how to fucking house to fucking describe it They're, they've lost their shit like completely their anxiety that never came back. Yeah. Like I just saw an article today about how I think it's time to mask up at award shows again. Oh, really? Yeah. See if you can find that. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yes. It's a cold. Right. Yes. It's basically gotten down to a cold. To the now. point. Yeah. It's always been one. It's always been one. It has always been one. It might have been a little worse at the very beginning, but it's always been one. Always. There should have never been. There is no. It's a bad cold clause in the Constitution. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it could have been 10 times as deadly as the fucking dude who lied about fuck about the model he made from the from the International House of Pancakes fucking science place, you know, uh, or the IHM, IHMO, uh, IHME. Anyway, but fucking dude pr- predicted the 2.4 million people dead in four months in America off by hundreds of like over fucking something million. You know what I mean? It could have been 10 times as deadly as that, and they could have predicted 25 million dead. And guess what we should have done? Not locked up because there's no fucking uh, pandemic cause in the goddamn Constitution. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it's become so benign. Yeah, it hasn't become benign. It was benign. Always. To younger, healthy people, it's always been a cold. Always. If you're that vulnerable, you shouldn't be going to the award show. Yes, this was the premise behind everything, by the way. 
our public health officials absolutely should have given us all the information that they had accessible to them at the very beginning of this. They should have they should have told us what we could possibly do. They should not have tried to stifle things like, hey, maybe you should get some vitamin D. Hey, maybe you should get some exercise. Hey, maybe you should stay outside. They didn't. They shouldn't have tried to stifle things like, hey, masks don't work. Here's this paper or things like that. We clearly know that they wanted to go one direction, that they wanted to, didn't want to talk about any of repurposing or anything. They didn't even talk about early treatment and trying to stay healthy and trying to get plenty of zinc, vitamin D, C, exercise. They didn't talk about any of that shit. They wanted all that shit. And as a matter of fact, not only did they not talk about it, but you can ask Mark, they fucking shadow banned people. They communicated with social media and you know, companies that if you even brought up vitamin D or brought up anything like that, they fucking shadow banned you. And they fuck almost fucking immediately. You were not allowed to even try to talk about health. Like health. Those people treat sickness. We treat health. We try to give you uh, tools you can use both nutritionally, lifestyle-wise, supplementally that you can use to help build a healthier lifestyle things that are natural with just ancient you know ancient wisdom with uh modern methods that's what we do ancient wisdom with modern methods so we take plants that we have known throughout the centuries to help people get healthy and we use modern methods to extract what we need to and then give it to you like in things like no morbidity in product two in ember in like in uh in nectar in all these things and even if you don't want to buy any of those just don't eat processed carbohydrates. We try to share all sorts of information, always. But this, for young, healthy people, this was always a cold. It was always less deadly than the seasonal flu. To people under 65 who are healthy, less deadly than the seasonal flu. The first place. Yes. Yeah. If you are right. not healthy, like, right. and also. Right, right. Just make this... smart choices, right? Here, Protect here yourself. Stay back. Like, and there's still, yeah. still, after all these years, still no like encouraging people to take vitamin D, no encouraging people to lose weight. Mm -hmm. No. Thank you, Joe. Oops. No like encouraging people to take vitamin D, no encouraging people to lose weight, mm -hmm. no encouraging people to take care of their overall metabolic health so that yep. they'll be, have a more robust immune system and they can survive these right. things. No, right. no, nothing, nothing. No. No, uh, Almost know. the opposite. I would yeah. say junk yes. food is more prevalent than ever and pushing, you know, that whole, I mean, yeah, fucking what are we, lucky charms, right? Yeah, yeah. the lucky charms thing. <laughs> it might be time to mask up at award show. It might be time to stop your fucking award show. Yes. <laughs> How about that? No. If it's too dangerous, absolutely. Absolutely. Stop your fucking award shows if it's too dangerous. All right, so let's go to the comments section. We'll, I'm going to scroll back a little bit and I'll take stuff from right here. 75% of commercials for, for the big uh, pharma drugs are the side effects. That's true. Absolutely true. Like the Karen's telling me to wear a mask at the gym. Fucking ridiculous. It's just, it's moronic. It was always been moronic. It was always stupid. Too many crazies being too bold. That'll that'll fucking flip quickly. Failed pharmaceutical war on on Americans seems appropriate. It's not failed at all. People need to grasp this. And this is something you can follow me on on Twitter. Please do because I do share almost every thought that comes to mind. But this wasn't the stroke, people. This this wasn't it. The, the treating of the fallout from lockdowns, the pandemic, like lockdowns and therapies they've given and the bad health that has come from lockdowns and shit like that, the massive increase in childhood obesity, the massive increase in adult obesity, the massive increase in mental health problems, and massive increase in actual physical cardiovascular disease, uh, type 2 diabetes. The wave of type 2 diabetes is coming. It's fucking crazy, right? Absolutely insane. The money that was made from pharma for this uh, new jibby jab, 
is going to absolutely pale in comparison by all the companies and all the drugs that they have to treat all of these new sick people from the from the lockdowns and from the jibby jab. That's that's the play. This was nothing. This was the setup. The actual fucking milking of these people comes soon. Question against big uh, anything. Uh, question anything big government says about health. Exactly. I can debate. Like I will say this one more time. I could debate any of America's public health officials on why we did what we did in 2021 and destroy them by simply just con consistently asking them to explain themselves. Like at no point in time where, where do we have anybody sitting in front of these people and saying, well, why is that? Can you explain that? The last time that a public health official appeared on any type of platform of which they had to answer unscripted questions that they may not be ready for was Dr. Sanjay Gupta on Joe Rogan. And since then, since Rogan made him look like a fucking idiot, like complete fucking idiot, not one public health official has been on any setting where they could possibly be asked questions that they would have to answer to, to support their statements. Like we kept, we've heard many, many times that these things were safe and effective. Uh, the, the actual recordings of people like uh, the CDC director, the the evil doctor from, you know, that shall not be named because they fucking blotted out on, on fucking YouTube. But Dr. Bricks, all these people telling you that the jibby jab is safe and effective. And if you get it, you're not going to pass, you'll get it or pass anything on. Well, we know that that's not, that's not true. It's admitted by the company that that's not true. So who lied? Did the companies lie to these public health officials, of which case they then lied to the American people because the public health officials represent the private citizens? through their appointment to their positions by our elected officials. So they work for us, right? So lying to them is lying to us. So if they openly lied and these public health officials were lied to to say these information, then we should be holding extremely accountable the people that lied to our public health officials because in fact, they lied to the American people about something that was could possibly affect our health. And we should find out who exactly said this to these people and hold them accountable, likely jail for the rest of their life, because that robs the entirety of the American people of uh, informed consent or 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 the pharmaceutical companies were honest with our public health officials and our government and the government and public health officials lied directly to the American people to get everybody to take this thing, um, in which case we need to hold them accountable because we know that what they said in those videos about everything being safe and effective is completely untrue. We know this. The company has admitted this. They didn't even test for it. So we know this, that there's no way to possibly tell you if it's safe because of the long-term testing and it doesn't stop transmission and it doesn't stop you from getting it, which we've heard many, 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 many of these people say. So either they lied to us or they were lied to, or they both got together, colluded, and all lied to us, which is what I personally believe happened, in which case we should all hold all of them accountable. Because that is, in fact, a problem. And the thing is, nobody is having them answer that. Nobody is even asking them the question, like, why did you say that if people got this, they couldn't get it or pass it on anymore? Who told you that that, who told you that, that was true, president or public health official? Who told you that was true so we can then talk to them and find out why they said it? Because we know it's untrue. Nobody has done that follow-up question when we should. Somebody should be asking our public health officials over the last couple of years, who told them what? And we should be asking them, you said this, it is visibly known and, and factually wrong. Who told you that? Because a lot of people's decisions were based off of this. Do you think we would have had emergency use approval if 
we counted the way that Dr. Leanne Wen says we should have counted this pandemic. Do you think that if it was 30%, do you think we would have po you know, possibly been able to be scared into this shit? Because that's insane. 30%, just so everybody knows, which is a more inflated number than I even think it is. And the CDC even says it is. The CDC says 5%. 5. But let's take 30. Let's take 30. That's like 30,000 people a year. That's the seasonal flu. What the fuck? Of mostly very elderly, very sickly people. Still. What the fuck? Like, you guys don't see the problem here? Like, I'm sure you guys do, but what the fuck? That's what, I mean, we need to have follow-up questions. I would destroy any of these people with follow-up questions. Just destroy them. And once they couldn't answer, they there's only one thing left, that they did it on purpose. We got to get there, too. Alan, I remember in New Jersey, I told I got told by cops to go home when I was running in the park. Sad. That is pathetic. Alan, do you have a video explaining your approach and what to do and what not to do in the beginning of the journey, especially like dealing with binge or junk food or starting exercises? I would say just about all of them. Uh, I talk about it all the time. Uh, almost, you know, it's pretty much my content is based around trying to avoid binge eating and helping people stay away from junk food and building healthier lifestyle habits. So I would say pretty much all of them. Or you could get a consultation right here that's 33% uh, off. Or you could just get coaching. Or if none of that works for you, you can absolutely buy my book, Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method. It is in the description box below. That outlines it pretty well of what we do for our clients. And it is actually this book right up here. You can get it in the comments section below. Um, or you could get no morbidity and or you could get both these things. Uh, but you can get no morbidity, non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant sold at the vitamin shop and at Ambrosia and about to be some bunch of other places too. So, so you should check that shit out. Hello, Alan. Got a notification. Going to watch this one. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I know you talk about them bit by bit in uh, every uh, video, but like one complete take of how it all works. Yes, you could buy my book. And, and that would be that, that's that's where where it would be. And I, I have multiple other videos like it, too. Freedom of speech will forever be a, be a deadlier weapon than a gun could ever be. Absolutely. It was a great social experiment on compliance. Now the government knows how obedient people are. People should like that's the point. Like rights given away have to be fought to get back and like they're still pulling this fucking state of emergency bullshit no how about this how about we completely end state of emergencies permanently like you don't like just because there is a state of emergency does not give anybody special powers it should not absolutely not Let's see i worked as a restaurant manager for a year and it was ama amazing the sunday after uh church crowd they were all super obese, super gluttonous, and trying to, uh, to police sinful people. Yep. It's been crazy. I have a friend that's morbidly obese, diabetic, asthmatic, hard time walking and breathing on tons of meds, but won't change a thing about her life. She's pharmaceutically owned. They, I mean, it's it's slavery. It is absolute slavery. 100%. I'm atheist, but you're doing God's work, dude. You and Crystal both. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Atheist also, but we try to do good. We try, we try to just do the best we can for people. We really, we really do. Uh -huh. I still find it hilarious that the head of Pfizer still hasn't gotten their product injected. I, I don't at all. I mean, it's like, I don't, about this thing, I don't find any of it crazy. I think the biggest portion that's crazy 
is how people don't see what's directly in front of you, right? Let me tell you something. When the FDA said that they were going to wait 75 years to give the people information about the thing that they had paid for with their taxes, paid for them to evaluate, and then uh, helped rush the market with operational warp speed, and that we're going to be injecting into ourselves based off of now an admitted 30, you know, massively inflated number for a cold. Um, I think it's kind of crazy that people don't say like, hey, why did they want to withhold this information from us for 75 years? And then when you actually look at the Pfizer information, if you're not, if you've gotten those jabs and you're not scared, you should read the Pfizer information again. Like, and just keep an open mind because you should be. Uh, crazy putting uh, blinders blindly and compliant. Exactly. All right. Any questions you guys got? Let me know. Uh, any any questions at all? I'm going to probably make a few videos here. I don't know if I'm going to be going live later on the day or just making a few videos. We'll see. But I hope everybody's having a phenomenal day. And uh, let's see here. Let me get to this one section really quickly. Boom, 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 boom. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, thank you for explaining. I'm unable to get coaching at the moment, but I'll check the links. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But it, like you can like just go through any of the videos or you can ask questions on, on most of my videos towards the end if you have something directed to ask for. I will say this. I tell everybody this to start with this. You should go weigh yourself. See how many ounces, see how many pounds you weigh and drink that in ounces in non-alcoholic, non-caloric fluid every day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, drink 150 ounces of fluid every single day. If you weigh 250 pounds, 250 ounces of fluid every single day. Get used to that. That'll be the first thing to help you. You'll get better sleep. I would try to get 75% of it front loaded in before your midday. And then that way you only have 25% left over for the end of the day. And that should help start to satiate you, help you get better sleep, better for your skin, all sorts of stuff. Will my book be on Amazon? Never again. We, it, the, the, my first book, uh, Fuck Being Fat, the, uh, Beyond Willpower, uh, or Fuck Being Fat, uh, Math and Willpower, uh, was on there. It's an Amazon. It was an Amazon bestseller, but we took it off just because the split with them is horrible. I don't like how they do business. Um, do, you, uh, do you think this is about promoting a cashless economy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, about any, like, I really don't know about that stuff. What I can say is this is about control. It really is. Uh, this may have been touched on before I logged out, but did you see that Sam Harris's hilarious uh, bad take about the jab? How somebody because uh, he's I mean he, I really think he's lost his fucking shit. He's absolutely crazy, you know. Um, it's crazy, Alan. Do you know? No, I don't know. Uh, Alan, have you heard of cardio uh, car, uh, of a cardio? Have you heard of cardio miracle supplement? What are your thoughts on it? I have not heard of it. So I have no thoughts on it. I, have no, I haven't heard of it. So, uh, yeah, water makes a huge difference. No insane cravings if you're uh, if you're properly hydrated. It really does. It makes just a massive amount of difference. And that's where people should always fall back to. Um, is that so? Any last questions? Let me know. Put it in here real quick, and then we're gonna get going. I'm gonna go get my dinner started for the lovely wife and myself, and then we're gonna go from there. Like I said, I might come back live. I gotta check out my, I gotta check out my uh, schedule. Waterworks, that's what uh, has helped me in the beginning. Down three pounds since last week. Good for you with your Nomo. Outstanding, Meg. Very, very, very good. 
is diet tea fine to drink daily? I drink tea made from tea, like different leaves and different extracts all the time, at least once a day. So it would depend on which diet tea, how much caffeine. I'm like, a lot of mine aren't caffeinated. So it could be yes and it could be no, but I'm not going to get like to such a vague question. I would not give a, a blanket answer to that. So it could be yes, could be no. Well, I've, if you think it's disturbing, I, I, I think I'm good. I'm good for, for right now. I'm at my, my quota of internet disturbing for the last three years, I think. Do you think government could drop a, an even a deadlier one? I don't necessarily know. I don't even know if it would be our government. It could be any government uh, or it could be uh, it could be literally, you know, just a private entity, you know, uh, that bioengineers something or releases something from the past or stuff like that. What I think is that worrying about that stuff, like if it's our government, we need to worry about it because that's tyranny and we need to remove those people and put them, you know, start having tribunals and uh, firing squads, you know. Uh, but if it's not our government and somebody else, you can still just do your very best to be as healthy as humanly possible. Um, but we should be, you know, I think America could go with a good, like, fucking 10 years of isolationism as much as humanly possible, too. So we wouldn't have that. No more is safe for breastfeeding. I would not suggest that anybody that is pregnant or anybody that is breastfeeding not only take no morbidity, but take just about any uh, any other supplement that they have not talked to their doctor about. So it could be safe for breastfeeding. I'm just saying I don't think you should take it. But if you are breastfeeding, you should absolutely talk to your doctor before you start any supplement of any kind at all. Uh, but I personally would not suggest people that are breastfeeding or people that are pregnant or want to get pregnant take just about any kind of supplement over the counter without absolutely first clearing it with your doctor. 100%. If you clear it with your doctor, take whatever you want. But you should not, you should get all that stuff. If you are trying to get pregnant, pregnant or breastfeeding, you should try very much to only take things that your doctor approves of because they know your absolute case. Uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest any of that to anybody. So uh, my brother works for a funeral home and saw a trend in that. Uh, yep. They seem to decompose faster. I did not know that. So diet tea is just laxative. It depends on the tea. Arizona decaf diet green tea. I'm unfamiliar. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying it would be good. I'm not saying it would be bad. I am saying that if it gets you to stop drinking other stuff, okay. Um, I don't know the actual ingredients. I I would think that if it's prepackaged in a can or a bottle that, you know, you might want to try to make your own. But I don't know. It, it's still up to you. So. Uh, I am drinking 200 ounces daily and realized most of my snacking and sugar cravings were all about water deficiency and ha uh, hand and mouth motions. Pretty much. Pretty much. You're 58220. Sounds good. Alan, uh, bring back Soul Vendors, replace John with Mark, and add Crystal and Shakira transformations. Let's go. I think we're done with the, uh, with the Soul Vendors thing. I think me and Mark and Crystal can hop on whenever we want. And I like Dash. It's not anything against him. And I, you know, like Michelle and uh, I, I wish John all the very best in his crazy fucking, you know, virtue signaling ass life. Uh, but I'm not, I, I want to have very directed, like, conversation about topics, maybe, an, like, maybe interviewing a few of them one at a time sometime in the future. But I'm the whole, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm uh, the, the YouTube fitness entertainment stuff is done. Like, absolutely done. I could not give a fuck less about all the other bullshit. Um, and th like 
don't go wrong. Like I like them, but it's not going to be. Uh, we wouldn't. <laughs> I like the gimmicky stuff way before, tw- like before 2020. But I'm telling you right now, no. Like we we have very serious shit we need to we need to work out. So would I have them back on as a as a con- convo? Yeah, but like not where it's going to be how it was before. Uh, we need. We all need to have very, 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 very serious conversations about our health, our country, and our how they inter- interact with each other. So, because that's the biggest problem. Awesome sauce is sleeping over in a chair. So maybe if I go live, she'll come back on. But she's sleeping over there right now. So, uh, and I think uh, let's see. Would you say people over 100 pounds overweight should never run? I am thinking about doing a couch to 5K. If you're more than 100 pounds overweight. I would imagine, it dep- and, and 100 pounds overweight for like a six-five uh, dude is not nearly as bad as 100 pounds overweight for a five-foot-tall woman, because different size and sex and everything like that. Um, I would very much, I very much suggest that 100 pounds overweight is probably like a good, like I mean, 100 pounds overweight. That means that's likely 40 percent extra of a person or at least 50, like somewhere around there. I would say that that might be a little heavy. I wouldn't say anybody. I'd say it should be case by case. I think that there's many, many, many more things that a hundred, sorry, it's a hundred pounds overweight could do. That would be much safer for them. Like, uh, and much less, uh, a bang for your buck. Just say, I'll say what the fuck I want to. You need to calm the fuck down. Okay. Um, but you should talk to your doctor ahead of time. But again, if you're a football player and, and, hugely tall that's a little different you know it also depends on the runner like that build up your bones and muscles before you do it there's no building up of your bones uh, you can make sure you have good calcium levels though absolutely uh it used to be the uh procleons now they were told no longer make the model how they were they were old school lightweight yeah uh, not a football player, five five. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would pull back and take it easy. You should go swimming instead. Any advice for those who, for those who took the jibby and are now scared of the side effects? You know, I've seen some interesting stuff on that. I think uh, I think Mike Mizio from uh, the one one place did something about it. Um, but there, I believe that like NAC is a, uh, NAC is a supplement that they were trying to the FDA was trying to ban. You know, funny enough. Uh, but I believe that's that's been shown. I don't have the data. I think Mark might have done a video on it. So uh, I, th- I think I think that might be better. I don't exactly know, but that's actually a good conversation to have. Uh, but definitely, yeah, definitely stop getting them right now. But anyway, guys, I'm done for a little bit. I might uh, I might uh, uh, come back on later live for a little bit. We will see. I might have something else I want to talk about. But until then, if not, we'll be live tomorrow. I hope all of you have a great day. Goddamn.